0: Hi, this is John Wells, and thanks for joining us. I'm speaking today with Bill Turner from Australia's Department of Health. He's branch head for the Office of Scientific Evaluation in the Therapeutic Goods Administration, or the TGA. As part of Innovation Month 2014, the TGA hosted the Interagency Summit in Canberra. The theme was Pattern Breaking and Beyond, organised by Dr. Abby Robinson from the TGA and her team. And Bill Turner did a great job of emceeing the day. Hello, Bill, and welcome. Thanks, John. Um, I'm glad you said I did a great job. <laughs> <laughs> now, uh, the Interagency Summit, um, about 130 people from a wide range of agencies uh, participated. You must be pleased. What did you feel were the achievements of the day? I think the biggest achievement was managing to get that number
1: of people together who are all interested in. Uh, in talking about innovation in, in government um, not two words that necessarily go together too well <laughs> in, in most people's minds um, and the other thing was uh, bringing together such great speakers both from the private sector uh, but also in particular from the uh, public sector too in particular um, John Sheridan and Pierre War from the Department of Finance who were um, excellent uh, I could listen to them all day.
0: Um, now, Bill, uh, what would you say are some of the key issues facing innovation uh, in an interagency context?
1: Uh, th- I think government has, has traditionally um, struggled with the silos. You know, we've we've had the right messages about whole-of-government action and um, working together, and so on, but. Even within departments, the silos exist. So across government, we still haven't broken them down. I think that Public Service Innovation Network, uh, which was the driving force behind putting on the summit uh, the other day, uh, is starting to uh, open a grassroots conversation uh, about how we work better across government.
0: Mm. And what, what are some of the ways you'd imagine that grassroots conversation feeding back into the policy makers and decision makers of government?
1: Ideas. Ideas, ideas and ideas. Um, so the idea may originate in the de- Department of Defence, but here over at the Department of Health we have the same problem. Um, if we don't hear about it, we can't solve the problem. Um, but uh, through through the through talking to each other and sharing those ideas, we can um, uh, gain efficiencies from... Uh, a single idea in multiple places, multiplying the effect of uh, of that particular um, spark of inspiration.
0: Mm. Now, on, on continuing on this theme of interagency innovation, what did you find were some of the more memorable observations from speakers and participants on the day? Um, well...
1: <laughs> Uh, there was one speaker who got up and told us what our government doesn 't do well um, and, <laughs> and she was she was pretty uh, pretty spot on about not uh, recognizing um, the issues coming up before us um, and not being in a position to react and respond so there were some key messages there uh, I think um, the other one is that innovation doesn 't just happen as a revolutionary Stroke um, revolution uh, evolution is part, is the key. It's a, an ongoing incremental improvement process uh, with everybody in the public service having a part to play in that, from secretaries all the way down to um, uh, the APS. Um, we all can do things that can help us uh, achieve our results more efficiently, meet the government. government Government's agenda, and uh, frankly, make
0: our work life more enjoyable. Mm. So, what were were some of the other impactful themes uh, throughout the day? You feel?
1: we need to be uh, we need to be more um, agile in our thinking. Uh, In fact, one speaker, uh, I'm just trying to think, it was John Whiting, uh, basically said the only thing he needed to remember from his Presentation was uh, was around agile thinking. I think the public service traditionally has been struggling with the ability to uh, respond to the external drivers that come across come towards us all the time. So, at the moment of course, these external drivers are around small government, uh, red tape, efficiencies, deregulation, and so on. And to, for me, all of those things are. Uh, uh, opportunities that we can um, use to help um, make our workplaces a better place and make ourselves more relevant to to uh, uh, the citizens of Australia. And in fact, uh, one one speaker said the, that the uh, the role of government was to explain itself to the people, and I thought that was
0: uh, quite telling. That's a that, that, that's certainly a. Uh I think an ongoing challenge for all of us, I think, in any field, uh, let alone government. Um, You you talked about external drivers and some of the challenges there, deregulation, uh, etc. What are some examples of external drivers that are uh, positive uh, opportunities uh, for for, uh, innovation?
1: Well, this is the thing. I, I think we need to change our mindset about these external drivers. and they, they, they seem to be quite often universally seen as risk. Um, I take a very different view. Uh, there will always be external drivers. They will change from time to time. You take the external drivers and you use them in a way to foster that innovation environment um, and take the opportunities the the I uh, know it's a platitude but the um, the only thing that doesn't change is change mm. change is inevitable uh, we will always be 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 changing and evolving and adapting um, it's about seizing the agenda and looking for the opportunity that the deregulation agenda um, uh, offers us for example there is a space where um, regulators can do some really good thinking about, uh, how they manage risks and and how they deploy resources um, to achieve the same outcomes. Uh, we're always doing those things anyway, um, to some degree, but uh, those external drivers are the things that you, you hang your hat on at any given time. And I've mentioned a few today. Um, the public service will move on and we will make some changes about those. And a year from now or two years from now, they'll be... Uh, uh, something different that what we need to be doing as a public service um, that is truly servicing uh, the Australian people is to continue to be uh, improving how we we interact with them, how we sell our messages about what it is we do mm. uh, so that they see our value uh, and how we we don't just rest easy that the job's done on any given day because
0: it never is. Mm. Bill, can I come back to something you were talking about earlier? You, you, you mentioned that incremental change was one of the key both challenges and opportunities uh, for the sector, for the public sector around innovation. What do you see as the difference between that type of innovation, incremental change versus something uh, versus continuous improvement, which isn't the same thing as innovation, is it?
1: No, they're not quite the same. Um innovation is one of the keys to continuous improvement so the difference is that the continuous business improvement is the ongoing perspiration to to affect good change innovation are those insights
0: that help to drive it okay so um, you talked also about you know given it was a theme of this summit uh, about uh, pattern breaking and, and you were saying that you know a key, pattern that needs to be broken is is linking silos rather than maintaining them what are some opportunities do you feel for sharing ideas uh, within the public sector across some of those silos both horizontal and i imagine vertical
1: so we're starting to see development of communities of practice Mm -hmm. Um, i think those are are, are very good and in fact uh, Rising out of the summit uh, on Tuesday, uh, Abby is now moving forward to 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 develop a specific innovation community of practice so that people who are interested in this space can get together and talk. It's all about a conversation, and you need to make create the spaces to have those conversations. That can be physical meetings. That can be the use of um, uh, social media within across government, uh, Govdex and all of those sorts of things. Mm -hmm. Um, I recently uh, started a uh, particular business improvement uh, process for my own branch, uh, which came about in part because I went to hear somebody talk about uh, this sort of thing and then I discovered that there was a um, community of practice for the sort of things I was thinking about. All of a sudden, I've got linkages with people who are doing what it is that I want to be doing. I'm learning from them. I've identified somebody who's a practitioner who's helping us to deploy it. So, really, the, the opportunities about um, the silos is, is we just got to create spaces where those conversations can happen.
0: Mm, I quite like that, creating spaces for the conversations. Um, can I ask Bill, as MC, from your your position on the podium. What what do you feel the audience got from participating in this summit the other day? From this, from the range of topics and themes.
1: Look, what I saw was a range of people who were inspired. Mm-hmm. Um, the nature of a summit like this is they can be tend can can tend to be self-selecting. So, mm-hmm. you know, the people that came already had uh, an interest in this space, but that doesn't matter because. They also found a forum where they could hear what else was happening, they could see some thinking from other people um, and the, the real advantage is that they can go back to their departments, they can start um, talking about what they saw and heard, uh, there were some interesting figures for example about um, uh, the time we put into managing email and to finding stuff within our organisations and. And the figures were real-life figures, and and in total they they were 48% of our time spent on that alone. And uh, the hypothetical was given that if we could find 5% efficiencies in just that sort of stuff, how much would that save for organisations? Those sorts of things. I'm using that. I'm telling people about that now when when I'm talking about um, business improvement and how we go about what we do in our... In our um, area. It's it's obviously something that we can target and when I've I've spoken to people it resonates with them. So we've now started the vibrations happening, if I can use that metaphor. Um, It's resonating with my people, it's resonating with people in the Department of Education, Department of Defence, Department of Immigration, Department of Human Services, Social Services, Customs, um, Department of Health, You you know, all those people all the little vibrations are starting because they've gone back out there and they're starting to talk about whatever it, ever it was that set them um, vibrating. And, uh, and we'll reach critical mass by
0: keep moving like that. We, we often think about innovation, uh, particularly in the public sector sense, uh, against the uh, mindset of challenges. But let me ask you finally, uh, whether it's in light of the summit or otherwise, what are you most optimistic about now?
1: Hmm, what am I most optimistic about?
0: Okay, I can
1: can use my own branch as an uh, an example there. Um, So we're talking about opening up conversations. Uh, The public service has um, a reputation, undeserved, I think, um, that we are uh, uh, static, um, inert, monolithic, uh, uncaring. You know, I, I think all of those are... Uh, undeserved uh, tags, but that's the public perception. But you look around, though, the the public service is doing good things and is being very dynamic and responding to technological change. Some areas faster than others, and and um, for myself, uh, uh, I'd love it to go faster everywhere. Uh, but then you come in here, and I'm. All inspired by what I hear at this innovative innovation summit um, and what I'm hearing in the lean community of practice that I'm involved in and, and everything everywhere else and I'm starting to have conversations with my people and as a, as a manager and as a leader there's a risk there's a fear that they're just going to be cynical they're not going to to grasp what you're talking about mm. um, and they don't want really to do this because this is just um, another bit of management um, I want to say the word wankery. I guess I did, um, and and they they uh, and and they they just close off. Mm. So we ran today a workshop here um, around innovative thinking and about problem solving and helping them to identify things that they can fix. And my biggest fear was that I'd get three people and some crickets. Uh, most of the branch turned up. Um, wow. Most of the branch turned up and most of the branch actively engaged. Um, and they were involved. So uh, for me, I know that it will happen, it can happen. It's going to take lots of effort from people like Abby Robinson and innovation champions like myself and Peter Richards and and others. Um, People like uh, John Sharon in the Department of Finance, who uh, was truly an extraordinary speaker and had a great message to tell us. It will take effort. But if you put the effort into, into the people, um, the people will respond and they will come along. There will be pockets of resistance, of course, but, mm-hmm. but, but that's human nature. But uh, um, for me, the most gratifying thing is that uh, the people aren't all cynical and uh, changed, fatigued and, and just wanting to hide under their desks. They're coming out and going, yes,
0: what can we do? Mm-hmm sounds to me like realistic optimism that's right that's right so thanks thanks for your time today bill and congratulations to your team for organizing the interagency summit to help kick off innovation month
1: yeah thank you john look none of the congratulations really goes to me it goes to abby and the people she brought around her um she's done an extraordinary job um and it's a pleasure to be her
0: supervisor (laughs) thanks bill i've been talking with bill turner the host of the Pattern Breaking and Beyond Innovation Summit for 2014. Thanks for listening, and until next time, bye now.